0: Hi, I'm Sherilyn Fenn. Hello, this is Krista Hello, this is
1: Michael Horse.
0: I'm Amy Shields.
1: I'm Mark Frost.
0: Hi, I'm Kimmy Robertson.
1: Hey, Ben, this is David Duchovny.
0: We have a beautiful, beautiful book, Twin Peaks Unwrap the Book. You can get up at bluerosemag.com. Supplies are limited. Uh, get this bad boy while it's hot. want to say we're under the 300 mark for these books. Yes. And then yes. once
1: they're gone, they are gone. Our thinking would be that the book would be gone by the end of the year. I mean, I don't even know if it's going to last that long. But the idea was that, hey, this is the 30th anniversary. Like, wouldn't it be cool just to have a book that could be available to really diehard Twin Peaks fans? We recommend you pick it up at BlueRoseMag.com. Thank you for your interest and for your enthusiasm and, and keeping Twin Peaks alive. You take me far. Welcome to Twin Peaks Unwrapped. I'm your host, Ben Durant, and beside me is... Brian Kazaska. Hey, Brian.
0: Hey, Ben. You know, we haven't had a show where we can just talk and we can read and we can absorb everything that has been thrown at us in the last year, all the goodwill and the questions and the comments and the everything. Today's that day. It is. This is like an annual thing for us. Yeah, it's our really feedback special. show, right? It's kind yes. of like our feedback show around the, the holiday. If you're in the US, we have Thanksgiving. Um, I know a lot of people listen to us outside the US, yes. but it's our Thanksgiving,
1: and um, we're being th- we're thankful for what we have. We're thankful for that community, and uh, yeah,
0: and, and we, we like to give back. Yep, a big thank you to everybody who is written or commented or shared or retweeted. Or reviewed it on iTunes. Right. or
1: Yeah, well, thank you for all of that.
0: And, and sometimes we don't get to an email or sometimes we don't get to respond to a comment. And I think this is our way of doing it. And the sad part is this is our second to last feedback show because we're going to have one more feedback show next year before we uh, we go dark. Yeah. So it's bittersweet. Enjoy it. You know, we're going to enjoy the next year. We're going to soak it up. Everybody soak it up. But let's not dwell on that too long. We have a huge docket of things, Ben. Um, i like to start off from Facebook. Um, Back in December uh, 2018, a listener by the name of Greg Long sent us this article. Man deeply in love with his logs <laughs> from the Daily MASH. It seems to be kind of like a joke webpage from the UK. I'm not really sure. I, I'm sure Greg can correct it. It seems like the onion. So this article is about this guy named Stephen Malley. He, he, he took delivery of a mixed load of ash, cherry, and birch last April. And since then, he's been spending an increasing amount of time restacking them. And his wife said he told me he was moving them around to allow free flow of air. But when it came out to bring him a cup of tea, I found he was stroking them and singing uh, "Angels" by Robin Williams. Um, he told me they smiled, they smelled so fresh and natural, and reminded me uh, reminded him of the first time he he buried his face in a girl's hair at the weekend. Uh, Stefan brought several sacks of coal and announced that the wood was not yet ready to burn. It would only give off smoke, risking chimney fi- uh, a chimney fire. He said, the logs have so much potential to bring warmth and joy to the world, yet my family just tosses them on the fire without a thought. So this is a story about a man in love with his logs.
1: Ah. And he doesn't want to burn them. Right. It's like the log lady. Yes, he's a log man. Log man. And I
0: thought it was really funny, like, just his wife not getting it and his family are like, they're just logs,
1: man. Right. He's one with nature, He's
0: one with nature. Yeah. Yeah, He's like, who is his, like, it reminds him of bearing his face or girl's hair.
1: It's so weird. (laughs) I don't
0: even know what that means. It's like bark. Like, But, yeah, I thought it was a and really funny... And what girl funny...
1: lets him do that? I...
0: <laughs> His wife should be concerned.
1: All
0: right, yes. I thought it was a very, a very funny. It seems yes, like a yeah. kind of onion kind of thing.
1: So is that that's an article, right? Will, will we share that in the show notes?
0: Yeah, the Daily Mash. I'll put that in the show notes if you yeah. want to check it out. I'll have a link in there. And a more serious note, Ben, from Nick Swift... Uh, he wrote back in January of this year. I bet someone has asked this before, but you guys sh- should do a run of Black Eyed Jack shirts, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And our our T public page, we keep getting we keep losing shirts because uh, we keep getting um
1: cease and desist cease and desist yes. from
0: Showtime. So. You know, if anybody has bought in those shirts that are gone, they're like now collectible items. Right. Right. I mean, and he continues I'm new to the podcast and I'm enjoying Brian's misses. <laughs> All my misses. All your misses. Yes. I'm glad he's enjoying my misses. I'm a longtime Twin Peaks fan and many of his theories on the show are ones I've never thought. Keep up the good work, guys. I'm 25 episodes deep in loving it, especially the interviews. And that goes all to you, Ben. You really got some of the greatest
1: interviews in our show's history. What's funny because I think it started with Brad Dukes and uh, Catherine Colson. I mean, like now that got the bull, that ball that guy ball rolling. rolling, right, and stuff like that. And then to have uh, even Joel Bacco, we started bringing him on, and he was a regular and stuff. And I th- I always thought it just made the show better when we weren't talking, <laughs> and we had other people who their insight, and I, yeah, it was always fun. But it was hard; it was always a challenge because you hadn't seen the whole series. So like, even to bring in Catherine Colson, like we want to talk to you, but we can't talk about. Who killed I Laura know. Palmer? We can't talk about the end of that. We have to. We have to tiptoe around things. And how the hell did we do it? I don't know.
0: <laughs> and I remember, you know, this this didn't make the air, but you would tell people off mic or before we recorded, yes. like. And Brian hasn't seen the ending, so we can't... And they're like, ah! And I remember we interviewed a band, and they're like, god damn it. And I had to leave the room, and you interviewed them, (laughs) so I wouldn't hear anything. So it was very, like, I was part of the show, but I couldn't be part of certain things, Yes. But back then, it was frustrating. It was very frustrating. Yeah,
1: but I also, I mean, it, at the same time, it was exciting because you were you were experiencing this for the first time. So to be able to be, to kind of be with somebody who had never seen Twin Peaks was very special. So it was worth it. It was worth it. Right, right. But yeah, I think that was something. I don't know how, why, how the interviews thing started. I feel like... Brad Dukes, being that he had done Reflections book, I definitely thought it would be great to talk to him. And then with the uh, with the Twin Peaks Festival, it, it's like, why not? Why don't we try to reach out to some of the actors? And we got Catherine Colson? I mean, that was – and it's like, hey, if we can get Catherine Colson, maybe we can get another actor or, or a crew person or something. And, and yeah, that kind of got us started. And then –
0: Right. So, Nick, um, when you finally catch up to this episode, we read your letter. We read your comment (laughs) on the air, which you're 25 behind in the beginning. Yes. So...
1: And I feel like he's gotten through some of the more difficult ones. I mean, we still butcher names, but I think we Polanski. do less of it. Polanski. He's going to haunt us. Oh, it's going to haunt we're us. We're not going to be
0: doing this show anymore, and people are still going to comment about yes, that. Yes.
1: I think we've gotten a few of them recently. Just recently. Just recently. And it's like I still think about going in there and editing and those so that we don't have any uh, new Part people.
0: of me feels like maybe you should. <laughs> let's do that after. All right.
1: when, when we're done with the book and we're done with everything, Yeah, we'll go back yeah. You and...
0: can go s- sneak in there and oh. change it up. We can do voiceovers. Yes. Polanski or whatever.
1: Um, Polanski,
0: Polanski. No, let's yes. Yes, no, we're
1: not go there. Let's not go there. Um, Colin Smith says, you know, he listened to our 200th episode. Oh, nice. And he says, thanks for all the years. Uh Will you keep doing community rewatch in the next 50? Yes, they are my favorite. And so, yes, we will. We will continue to do the community rewatch and our goal it's this is an ambitious goal our goal is to get through all of season 2 with community rewatch mm-hmm. and that, especially because because we love the unseen Twin Peaks. We love going in and those deleted scenes. You don't. We don't have that. We don't have access to season three, if there even is any. I mean, there's question on whether there really is deleted scenes for season three.
0: What we saw could be everything.
1: But yeah, so the the the, the goal is to get through all of season two uh, of the episodes for the community rewatch. We'll have the panel. We'll have the uh, the unseen players re uh, playing out, performing these uh, these deleted scenes. Right. And so it is ambitious because when you if you if you start counting things up, if we have we have less than fifty episodes, and we have some uh, we have close to twenty two episodes to cover, I think the thing. I think what we're thinking about doing is maybe doubling up, so we might do two episodes in one show, and have like one panel. We'll have one panel, on, let's say we bring the twenty-five years, uh, twenty-five years later writers mm-hmm. back, and maybe we cover nine and ten or something like right, that. Right, you and, could do and, that. And, and so we might do that. And I think on certain episodes, you know, maybe for like if it's the if it's episode fourteen and we figure out who the killer is, we'll focus on one episode. But I think we might just start doubling up. So we do get to get to the end. 25 years later did an interview with us. And the episode I'm most looking forward to is episode 29 because it's so different. I mean, David Lynch threw out the script and basically rewrote it. And it'd be so fun to have people act out that that episode. It's
0: gonna be a hoot, yes. that one. And then we're gonna end it with Firewalk with me. And then at the end of ne- you know, I'm laying out all the cards here. You know, we're gonna do Firewalk with me, and then we're gonna do, you know, our best of. And then we're gonna end the show. Yeah, so, so we it. got a lot going on. I know. It's, in 2020. You, you
1: think, oh, 50 episodes? We got, we got. There's a lot of episodes, but when you think about it, we we really have. We, you and I have sat down and we've basically kind of, basically loosely planned out all those 50 episodes, which yes. is kind of crazy. But it's like because we know we're coming to the end, and we are like oh, we got to cover this, we got to go do this, mm-hmm. we got to do that. Yeah, we'll definitely have some more interviews. And so yeah, when we look at it, we basically have a general idea of what those 50 episodes are. It's it's crazy. It's really, it's really scary. insane. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? Like, who, uh, who, who basically <laughs> maps out 50 episodes? But we know, we know what our year is.
0: Yeah, we know what 2020, in 2020 is going to be a really good year for us. Uh, from Facebook, Kelly wrote, back in March of this year, I'm three years behind, but I just got Stitcher and started listening today. I'm really enjoying it so far. I don't have anyone to geek out with Twin Peaks, so I feel like I have friends. And that was very sweet and very nice. That and- is really nice.
1: I, You know, that is something I hear all the time. I mean, Twin Peaks is so unique in that, you know, you don't have a, a huge following. It's not like Star Trek or, uh, or Star, a, Wars. Star Wars, where it's yeah. like you have... You know, everybody, I mean, like every other person you know is a Star Wars fan or something right, like right. that. It is nice to, you know, especially now that we, you know, back in the day when in the 90s, it was hard to get people to get into. It. You'd have to show them your VHS tape. But now, you know, being online, it's great that you can find people who have similar interests in you. And it's wonderful. Thank you for uh, listening to our show. And uh, I hope you're enjoying it.
0: Yeah. And, you know, Kelly, you're going to get to this episode like a year or two from now if you've just started. <laughs>
1: Unless you're really a quick listener. Maybe she listens to, like, 10 a day. So
0: I, I have to imagine by now, you're you're fully aware of 25 years later. Yes. You're fully aware of, like, the Red Room podcast. You're fully aware of all these other outlets. That, Diane? Uh, I mean, there's some great Oh, issues. yeah, the Diane's back and yeah. Counter Esperanto's back. Yeah. I mean, all these fabulous guys and gals who are continuing the torture Twin Peaks and keeping the conversation going. I hope you check them out. Yeah. I hope everybody checks them out. We have a great
1: community. We really do. We do. It's very special.
0: George Hook gave us a little recommendation back in June. I and many others have commented on Lynch's influences. Early surrealist films, The Wizard of Oz, 1940s films, noir. But when it comes to Twin Peaks, let's consider the film Peyton Place. That I just watched. The quintessential small town with 30 sex secrets and murder underneath. Beautiful all-American scenery. Signs in the town coffee shop advertising fresh homemade pies and donuts. A mill that supports the town. And finally, Russ Tamblin, who plays a boy named Norman Page. As I watched, I kept seeing the emergence of Leonard Jacoby, especially when he's talking to the heroine about ordering marriage and sex books in the mail, wrapped in brown paper bag. Wrapped in what?
1: <laughs> Currently,
0: three bucks on Amazon. Check it out, Lynchians. This sounds like an interesting uh, movie.
1: I mean, I don't know if there's been a, 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 a Peyton's Place TV show, but I remember when Lynch and Mark Frost were, were, were going to pitch this, uh, the studios were comparing it to Peyton Pitt Place. Real. I thought it was—I didn't—I thought it was a TV show, but maybe it was always a movie. The and I think they—I think they saw it and they didn't like it. <laughs> they didn't really like it, but there was comparisons being made to what they were going to be doing. To so Peyton. so,
0: Mark Frost and Lynch hadn't seen this movie.
1: They hadn't seen it. ABC basically, I think, said, "Hey, you should check out Peyton Place because we think what you're doing could be similar to that." Oh. And when they saw it, they said, "Ah, that's not really the direction we're going in."
0: But it does sound right similar, and like uh, George Hook says here, you know, check it out. It's on Amazon for three bucks.
1: That's cool. Why not? It'd be fun to. I mean, the holidays are coming. You got
0: you got three dollars to burn on Amazon. Check it out. I might check it out. (laughs) Carl wrote to us back in August. uh, This little food for thought on the evolution of the fist. The Fugitive and Twin Peaks connections. In the 60s series, The Fugitive, the police chief trying to catch a Richard Kimball was called Philip Gerard. Mm. And in the movie The Fugitive, in the 1993 movie, the one-armed man kills a Richard Kimball's wife is called Frederick Sykes. The one-punch lad with the green glove in return, of course, is called Freddy Sykes. It's kind of interesting. I was like, wow, yeah. that's kind of, like, cool. And there was... We did talk about the few... You you told me about oh, the yeah. fugitive and the connections with yeah. the names. Yeah,
1: I mean, I definitely... It's early on when we were doing the original series, right. there was definitely names that they clearly were doing winks and nod to. So do you think version, this Frederick Sykes, Freddy Sykes was... I haven't seen that. I, mean, I almost want to look it up because I hadn't heard that. Yeah. I don't know... It's hard to say. I mean, it is is very cool.
0: Uh, Rob wrote back in August. Here we go, Ben. Hold on to your butts. Polanski, I'm only in episode 14 of your podcast, and you guys are having a whole conversation about why Renette's name is Polanski. And relating it with Roman Polanski, ugh, not the first time I've noticed mispronounced names, but I'm sticking with you. And we appreciate you sticking yes. with us, Rob. I, I mean, think we got better. I mean, we, I, that's good, what I yeah. always tell people. Stick through better. that. We get better. And
1: I always say, like, if you hate all this, go just go see one of go find one of the interviews we did or something, or, or one of the ones that Joel Baca was on, or try to come on when we have guests. Because those I always think those are our strongest episodes, too, because right. you have people sharing with their love of Twin Peaks. Right. But yeah, I mean, I think we struggled. to You know what else we didn't do early on is we didn't edit it at all. Like, I mean, I think, I mean, I think we we were learning as we went along, and I think we really the the struggle is is that we were trying to do a show weekly, every week, fifty two weeks, we never took a break, we never were sick, we never we always Mm -hmm. did that, and part of the reason to try to get the show out is like, okay, we can't edit as much. Right. Like we just we're just gonna talk and talk and you're gonna hear our ums and mms and and any mistakes we make, you're just gonna hear it all. And so and now it's more clean. Might, right. So we might <laughs> and you know, maybe that's us in real life. But like you and I, when we're not on the we're not doing this, we will just talk and talk and talk and we yeah. use it fifteen minutes on nonsense. And you unfortunately heard that nonsense in the show. And I think later on we did decide, okay, we, we we have to make more time and we edited it more and we cleaned it up and we learned and we grew and, yeah, I think and, we, and we maybe got more prepared. I don't know.
0: I, I think so. And I mean, there's a great quote, you know, your first, it's not really a quote, but it's like more of a mantra, you know, your first podcast is going to suck. Uh, the first thing you write is going to suck. You know, your firsts are going to suck. You have yeah. to learn and grow and get better. Right. And that makes us human. And unfortunately... You,
1: you heard like, you, grow, yeah, us growing. Yeah, you heard us <laughs> growing and how we're dealing with that and stuff. But people stuck with us. I mean, yes. it shows. Right. It shows. I can tell you sometimes when I wasn't... I knew what the names were, but it's funny, I I get a mic in front of me and we I start nervous. talking and I'm like, I can't get out of my head and I can't talk and Yeah, yeah. it happens it, to all of us. Yeah. I mean, we could have
0: a normal conversation and the moment you put you hit record and then you overthink things yes. and then you're over then you once you one of us mispronounces the name, then we both mispronounce right. the name and, and then, then we cannot stop.
1: Back. Yeah, it's a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Sylvan from France uh, wrote to us and he says, Brian and Ben, hi, I just listened to the 200th podcast episode and I want to thank you so much for all the great interviews and for sharing the passion, for keeping the flame alive because that's really important. Here in my town, I've met no one with who I care to share the huge love. So every media or so that is really sincere, engaged, and in the faith it's truly a, a tr- little treasure in my days for the time to time. We have to go, go on together always. Take care of each other. So, I mean, he really is saying about, like, yeah, it is about the passion and the love. And it is nice to, to hear others, you know, share in the love of Twin Peaks. So, thank you for that, for that email. I mean, yeah. I yeah. Think those... that's, I mean, I think that's another thing that's great about our podcast. We've always been about the community. I always love hearing from others. And I always love... That we all have our own thoughts about the show, but somehow we can come together and enjoy it.
0: Also, it blows my mind that I know we have listeners in the U.S., but anytime we get stuff from outside the U.S., yes. it blows my mind that right. people are listening to us. It is
1: crazy. In different countries. Yes. With
0: different languages. Right. In language, I, you, know, you grew up thinking language is a barrier sometimes to communicate because you can't understand each other, but somehow... Our show is breaking down barriers because we have people in different countries who speak different languages listening to us. Yeah. And they enjoy it. Right. And that is amazing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I always wonder, like, what are you guys listening for? Like, you know, in some ways, like, why are you interested in hearing us? And it means so much that you guys are. And then, like, it is amazing. It blows the mind that, like— you know, it's not just the people down the street. It's not yeah. just people in this country. It's, it's oceans. Global. global. It's, yeah. It's, so thank you. Thank you for listening. And, and I'm so glad you guys enjoy it. And,
0: and speaking of globally, Ben, I have a few comments from iTunes, but not from the U.S. From Australia iTunes. When everyone has moved on and I'm still standing here trying to figure out what just happened, thanks so much for caring. For your intelligence and your company, love you guys. That's really cool. This comment reminds me when after the, the season finale of uh, The Return, and we had a huge drop off in numbers for listeners. Yeah, the,
1: the show was over. The show
0: was over. But
1: there was a core
0: audience that was still standing there, like this person from Australia, that still wanted to continue on this journey with us. We did take in a lot of new listeners because of the return, and a lot of those new listeners did stick with us, so I'm not complaining. Yeah. But there was a drop-off, so you could see the popularity of something. It must be, like, for an artist or something. When your album hits, everybody, you're the new hot thing. Right. And then when the next new album comes out, your album just drops. It's kind of what it felt like. Yeah. Like, after th- the return was over... Everybody was on to the next thing. Yes. What Game of Thrones was probably on or whatever was on next. And nobody wanted to hear anything about Twin Peaks
1: anymore. For our uh, podcast management system, we have statistics. Yes. And it's funny to see the graphics. And it, it spikes up super high when we get to the last episode oh, of God, season Oh, God, the three. biggest it's we've ever been. so big. It's like peak. Yeah. And then to be right after the last episode of season three, it just starts dipping down. and it, But it's just funny. I mean, it makes sense for some reason. Yes. I mean,
0: like if – I wasn't surprised.
1: Yeah. If I was you know, – I'm trying to think as a, an example. If I was watching the end of the Avengers uh, Endgame, I'm all hyped up. I've been hyped up about the Avengers and now that's over and now I'm going to move on to other things or something like that. Right. So, I mean, it makes right. perfect sense. But yeah. Yeah. But it's still it's those those fans that have stayed with us and still listen and still enjoy it. I just love that. Yeah,
0: I, we appreciate you guys and thank you for doing that. And from Denmark, we got a comment on iTunes: one of the best podcasts about Twin Peaks on the internet. Great analysts, theories, discu- uh, discussion, interviews with people who worked on the series. Great humor and very entertaining. So well, some says thank you. We're humorous, which oh, is yeah. great. <laughs> Um, I'm glad over time because after we finished season one and two it was nice when we got to do our our best subs and our, our out-of-the-norm episodes to let our humor kind of shine yeah, or our personality right. shine. We're not
1: robotics Say we must cover episode three. Yeah, <laughs> like I felt like,
0: yeah. oh, we, we couldn't just be us a little bit because yes, we we're, we were
1: but, like, we're covering this up. We got to be serious. We got to talk about this. Yes, and I couldn't really get into theories. I really had to leave it to you because, like, I I mean, I dance around it, but it was always kind of like, okay, I can't really talk about this because you're still experiencing it. But.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think over time our personalities and the humor has come out Yeah. Uh, w- along with learning how to do the show, right. which has been great.
1: I think it's funny that, you know, the podcast was built around the idea that we would cover one and two and then right away go into season three. And if you remember, that was delayed a year. Like, it was supposed to come out in 2016. And then it, it was delayed, I think, partly because of Lynch. Uh, uh, Lynch decided to turn it into 18 parts and all that. But mm-hmm. it's just funny that, like, it, you know, we could have gone one, two, and then gone right into three. And to have that extra year to just kind of enjoy the show and talk about everything Twin Peaks, I think it was really special.
0: Definitely. And one last um, comment we got from Croatia on iTunes. A great place to be for everyone who loves Mark Frost and David Lynch's work. Who wants to continue their dream-like story, World Journey Offline? So they're saying, like, you know, the, the show's over, and now you're listening to this podcast, so it's like this might be the only thing you have to talk about uh, Twin Peaks.
1: Yeah, but the story, in a way, the story can continue by discussions and theories and yeah. and just the community gathering and stuff. And I, That's great.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> Ben, you know I like the numbers. So last Community Feedback, I did stuff with our statistics and about stuff like that. I'm doing something a little bit different this year. Um, As of recording this now, the numbers of Twin Peaks Unwrapped, Apple podcast charts. I thought this was fascinating um, because I found a webpage that shows you the charts of shows. Really cool. Yeah. Really cool. And I just discovered this. So... Just so everybody knows, this is kind of cool. So, we rank uh, a little over 1,200 on TV and film in the U.S. Now, I remember when The Return came back, we we did this initiative with all (laughs) the other podcasts where we would, like, every day or whatever, we would promote one pod. We'd be like, go listen to Diane. Go listen to Contra Esperanto. And... I was glued to the charts. Yeah. And I remember seeing us, seeing all Diane, Diane, Red Room, all these people get into the top 100. It was awesome. It was
1: so cool. Yes.
0: Counter Esperanto was like promoting us and we were promoting them and Diane. Like we were trying to get the word of our shows out because the return was going to start. Right. I thought it was very
1: special. Do you remember what we got to? Was it twenty three?
0: Yes, we got very high up. Yeah, there.
1: we got to rank. We got to twenty three, which I thought was amazing. I mean, it really was special. That yeah,
0: blew my mind that we we did so well. Um, so that's about now. That's still pretty cool.
1: I mean, there's a lot of TV and film, and definitely I'd like to be the fact that the show is not on the air anymore, and that there's so so much good TV. I. I like TV better than I like film right now. Like right, I, just I think agree. there's so much good TV, so to have so much good TV, and I know there's so many podcasts covering the great TV, and then also have, we film to be in that one around the a thousand of the best podcasts or the most listened to podcasts. That is amazing.
0: Yeah, because like we possibly could not be on that chart. Yeah, and we we were on it somehow, and then we rank 841 in the TV and film in Switzerland. Ah. So in Switzerland, we're doing better. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. that's very crazy. Thank you,
1: people in Switzerland. Yeah, Yeah. thank you. (laughs) That's awesome.
0: And then in Canada, we rank a little over 500 in TV and film.
1: Wow. In Canada. In Canada. We're kicking ass in Canada. Maybe people don't listen to podcasts. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm teasing that's awesome that is incredible yeah it's so cool and then I actually I mean if you look at our own stats I think they there' the next one is Canada I right. mean, we go the United States and, and then, then Canada Canada is the next one so I know a lot of people in Canada listen to us and thank you
0: yeah thank you and then in Brazil we rank uh between two to three hundred Wow. That's so cool. In Brazil, in Brazil, yeah.
1: I mean, maybe Twin Peaks has a huge following in the TV and film category. That is where we're ranking. Yes,
0: on the iTunes charts. Yep. And then the one that uh, blew me away. So iTunes has really been breaking down categories Mm. of this year. They have TV and film, but then they've broken off and added film interviews. Film interviews. Yeah, it's weird. Now, if you go into the category section. TV and film and at the bottom it says film uh film interviews. It's like and we were featured.
1: Featured, wow.
0: Featured, Ben. That Our is... podcast were prominently <laughs> featured. Something I've never seen before. I actually dreamt of that day. And we got, we it. got it. We got it. got I took I a photo and sent it. to you. You yeah. That's awesome. Honestly, I since we started this show. I would look at that news and noteworthy, epi- you know, oh, podcast, yeah. right. and I would fantasize that one day we'd be there. And
1: there you are. And there we were, oh, Ben. I don't think we've ever been there before, and wow. I thought that was so cool. And I know you think it would have been while the show was on the air. That we, we could would... have
0: been, but it's like you have to look. It's like right. you have to look this thing. It was always Twin Peaks, uh,
1: like the Twin Peaks podcast or something. Shame like, weekly. Shame it weekly. It yeah. was
0: always on there. Yes, but I don't know if that was paid. You don't know, or if I don't know. But they were very popular. Yeah, so very, very popular. well, we were there. And
1: we rank fifty four. Fifty-four in the interview In category. Film interviews Isn't in that the crazy US. Stuff? Because to me, I would think that would be more popular. I would think that like people would be doing interviews for television and film. To to be that low, I mean that is incredible. On iTunes. On iTunes.
0: And there was a graph. For all these, there was a graph that shows you where you fluctuate. And a lot of these were up and down. We're everywhere. There's comp there's ones where it looks like you're just spastic. It's like we're up, we're down. The other thing
1: is, we don't do interviews every week. No, that's another thing. Is what happens if we could do an interview every week? It's because we have, i
0: because we are added into that category. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But in this category, we, from the graph that showed me the last couple months, we have been floating in the top fifty.
1: Wow. For weeks. Isn't that something? Weeks. That is really cool. Very cool. Man, if I didn't have like a job and kids and uh, like, other things that I do in my life. <laughs> responsibilities. Would, other responsibilities. I would want to get interviews every week. I would love to be able to well, have. It's because we're in the category. I know. But it's I... not because we're having an we're interview. Not, but... <laughs> we're in the category. That's why. But maybe it would be, maybe people would listen in, tune in, and it would. It would...
0: But we have such a bad catalog of interviews. I so know, if someone got do. into one. It's us,
1: true. Yeah. It's true. We do have a lot.
0: Yeah. And. We have more next year.
1: Yes. Next year's Because year. Why? Because we've got a book. Twin Peaks yes. Unwrap the Book. There's interviews we've gotten specifically for the book and maybe we'll share it next year. Maybe we'll share some on the show. Yes. Maybe.
0: Yes, Ben. We will be teasing some of these interviews next year. <laughs> next week is Black Friday, it's Thanksgiving. People saw start shopping for the holidays if you want to get a great keepsake for yourself or a loved one or for yourself and a loved one at the same time you can go to bluerosemag.com and pre-order Twin Peaks Unwrap the book right now and you can use Kyle save yourself five bucks off the cover price and just to really hammer home these pre-orders are helping us big time and we appreciate everybody who has pre-ordered and everybody who will pre-order this is going to help print the book
1: right it, it, i mean people don't think i think sometimes people are like oh they're making lots of money i mean it there's there's a, there's a big cost in printing books and stuff big and time. actually printing i mean i don't think i don't know if we've discussed this too like we have to decide whether we can even do color pictures and like right is it do we have enough money to be able to print in color or is it black and white? And these are all things that we have to factor in. And it, it helps us factor in by saying, Hey, there's enough interest in this book. They're helping us pay for this. We will do color and stuff, th- or we'll do some color. These are all things that we have. to think. This is, We've never published a book before. This is a, t- it's a, it's a, you know, it's an intense situation and stuff, but it's because of, of the community and their, all their support that we're able to even put this out. Right.
0: And, you know, we felt, I, I want to say a big you to everybody. It, when we announced this book, we both didn't know where this was, the, the direction it was going to go for pre-orders. And, and the response was huge. It really was. We got uh, bigger than so much, I was expecting. We got so
1: much support. We got, yes. I mean, uh, yeah. I think, you know, we're in this bubble. Sometimes we're putting out shows every other week or so, and you just live in your own world, and you don't always know what people are going to think. But we had such a, a love from the community that really came out and supported us. You know, they not only support us by pre-orders, but they they support us by retweets and shares on Facebook right. and likes and, you know, just getting the word out to other people. That is huge huge. And that would mean so much to us.
0: Yeah, definitely. And and we we thank you all who who has and who will. And there was some questions some people asked me, you know, or asked us, I should say, like, will there be a digital version? Um, You know, that is something we will figure out next year.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, well, I mean, I, I'm sure we're leaning towards it. I mean, yes. I think that will be something that we we hope to do. Yeah, yeah,
0: we hope to do. We don't we don't have an answer for you right now. We'll right. have a definite answer for you probably when the book is coming out. We just don't know right now. Also, we are getting very close to our goal. Once we hit that 200th pre order, we will be sending out a special podcast for everybody who has pre order. We have all your emails. You'll be getting a special link, and. For people who pre-order afterwards, you'll be getting that link as well, but we're getting very close to that 200th goal. We just need that little more to take us over the edge. We will make the announcement as soon as we hit that 200th pre-order. That special podcast will be going out and it will have Kyle McLaughlin, just a little clip, just a little taste of Kyle and a little taste of other people. Um, We don't want to say yet because we're still working on it. But it, it it's gonna be worth your while. I mean, this is like a really cool bonus, and only people who pre-order will get that. It's not going out, and it won't go out two years from now, um, or whatever. It it's gonna be special only for you guys. So, Ben, uh, this ends a chapter of 2019's community feedback. We got one more under our belt to go in 2020. So if you have any feedback for us, please leave it on the iTunes with a nice five-star review. If you'd like to leave us a comment on Facebook or Twin Peaks Unwrapped, you can always Twitter Ben at Twin Peaks Unwrapped. Yeah, tweet me. Tweet me. Tweet Ben. (laughs) And if you want to go the old-fashioned way, you can give us an email at TwinPeaksUnwrapped.gmail.com. Give us a question, a thought, a theory, or, hey, you say, hey, can you read this on the feedback show next year? Um, We will definitely try to do that. Support us at Public. Pre-order that book at BlueRoseMag.com. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. And we're on Stitcher, Google Play, all those wonderful places. And we'll we'll see you in two weeks. And... Happy
1: Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.